Hi, Rav Judy here with Baba Bacha Perichet Mishnehe. Absolutely fascinating Mishnah about the very real world implications of inheritance and what happens when what a person, the way a person would like their inheritance to go doesn't necessarily match the way that the Torah has set it up. So, Haomer, Ish Ploni Bni Bechor Lo Yitopi Shnayim. Ish Ploni Bni Lo Yirashim Echav Lo Amar If somebody says, by the way, this son of mine who is my firstborn and should get the double portion as described, I don't want him to get it. Or, this is my child and I'm not letting, I'm, I'm disinheriting them. They will not inherit with my other children. Lo Amar They've said nothing. Why? Because there's no inheritance right now. The person is still alive. And so the laws of inheritance have not yet kicked in. And since they've not yet kicked in, Shehitna al-Mashukatu Torah, this is a person making a declaration, trying to uh, contravene a Torah dictate. The Torah has rules of inheritance. The rules of inheritance are that the, the eldest, you know, the firstborn son gets the double portion, as we've discussed, and other children, you know, other sons get inheritance. You can't just cut somebody out. The Torah gave a rule, and you're just making declarations against the Torah that doesn't go anywhere. But... Hamechalik nechasav levanav alpiv riba leechad umiyet leechad vihishva lehenet habachor dvarav kiyamim. If somebody says while they're alive, I am dividing out my property and I'm giving it away. So now it's not really inheritance; it's gifting. And they decide on their gifting to gift unevenly. They want to give more to this one riba leechad umiyet leechad. They're going to give less to another and hishva lehenet habachor. Or they made the firstborn get an equal portion to everyone else dvarav kiyamim. That is legitimate. And that works because it's not inheritance. The laws of inheritance have not yet kicked in. They're just giving away gifts. People can do whatever they want. They can give gifts to who they like in whatever quantities or types they would like. If they said, I'm giving this to you as an inheritance, ah, so now we're back to the first state of being, which is, that's nothing, because uh, because it's not inheritance, it's a gift, and if they're giving it as an inheritance, well then, inheritance, the Torah has its rules. If anywhere in the document, the beginning, the middle, the end, they said, this is a gift... Now it is a uh, it is a it is a fair transaction, and indeed it's given out the way the person wanted to because now it's a gift. And if it's a gift, that means it's being given now of a person's assets, and they have the right to do with their assets what they want. Now this has real world implications. Just as a sideline, this is not in the Mishnah, but it has real world implications for modern inheritance that. Sometimes people have, let's say, a secular will, and they have, they're blessed with sons and daughters, and they would like the will to state that, you know, it goes in equal portions to everyone. But, as we know from past Mishnayot, the daughters will be provided for until they're married, etc., but they're not necessarily going to get a share in the inheritance. But a person wants their property to go in equal measure to their children, including daughters, uh, or something else along these lines where they have some sort of inheritance plan. So there is a short declaration, a document that can be signed. The Beitin of America has a word where what it effectively does is allows a person to gift their property in accordance with their secular will. So as of one moment before, and this person writes in their document, as of one moment before their death, they hereby gift their property in equal portions to their children. And in doing so, they effectively die penniless and the money has been divided out according to their secular will and in the way they'd like without actually dying and then violating Torah law by giving out the inheritance improperly. However, one of the things that's recommended is that a person sign that document if they wish to do so with a clause that all of my property will be given out, they say, as of a moment before my death, except for, let's say, $1,000. Why? So that there is still something left in the estate to be that final mitzvah of 
inheritance as per Torah law. It's an interesting thing to think about. In any event, the Mishnah continues. If a person tries to say, so-and-so is going to inherit me, but they have a daughter. They may not have sense, but they have a daughter, and their daughter should be the one inheriting. Or similarly, or my daughter will inherit me, but they have a son, meaning they're trying to cut somebody, again, out of the inheritance. That is nothing. Why? As we said before, that's just trying to get around and, and contravene the Torah's law. Can't do that. So Rav Yochanan Mabroka is adding in a, a fine point. Not everyone agrees like, uh, with him, but the Gemara seems to paskan like him, follows the halacha with him, which is that one may choose among those who are valid. In other words, literally, if, if he's talking about one who is valid to inherit, it's okay. So let's say a person has five sons and decides these four are going to inherit, but not that one. Korn of Yochanan Mabroka, since it is a proper path, it's going to sons, then okay. But let's say a person decides I'm going to give it to my neighbor or my uncle instead of my daughter. I have one daughter and the person's person's they have one daughter, they're not going to give it to her. That's not okay. So if it's the valid path, you, does it have to necessarily be given to all of them who are in that class that would uh, that would inherit or not? According to Yochanan Mabroka, as long as it's a valid path, it does not have to go to all of them. Let's say one decides to use this approach of signing over all their assets as gifts to other people while they're still alive and then leave their children nothing. What they've done is, what's done is done. It's valid. But um, the Chachamim, literally the spirit of the Chachamim is, uh, the sages is unhappy with them. What it means is we're really not happy about this at all. It's, it's, it's deeply frowned upon. Uh, and more so. Shemagamlil adds though that if one's children are not behaving properly, then actually we, we'd be happy about that. In other words, don't leave the inheritance for kids who are going to use it badly and, and act wrongly because they're inheriting it. Better you should give it away to somebody else and it should go for good. Uh, give it away in your lifetime to somebody else because the children wouldn't wouldn't handle it well. That's what Shemagamlil.